you're keeping on well you're keeping on safe um you're well um, i'm doing well as well it's a beautiful new day full of blessings i believe so yeah in today's podcast um i'll just be giving discussing on how to know a loved one is depressed a loved one a friend somebody close to you you know yeah so previously it was just signs that you as an individual or i as an individual might be depressed but today i'll be focusing now on um, somebody now who is close to you who is not you of course <laughs> so i don't have much announcements for today um but we'll just get right into it one is um, i don't have much by the way I don't have much points but i'll try to give my best yeah so one is um withdrawal i find they're not so much excited going out to probably hanging out as they were doing before you know if you people would have like an outing day once in a week or once in a month you know those things that friends organize yeah you find that they are normally they are no longer interested in doing so yeah so it's hard getting them out of the house so you find that withdrawal comes and even when visitors come they're not so much excited they're not so much excited seeing people even you as a friend um you're not good news to them anymore not that you have done anything wrong it's only that um the depression might be kicking in yeah so one of them is withdrawal withdrawal withdraw um is a huge i feel like it's an ambiguous topic because also you find and a withdrawal we can say they're no longer interested in um in activities they used to do for fun as well even if it's not with you probably they were track runners or um good at a certain st- um sport you know loved speaking to people doing some motivational speaking they are no longer interested in doing so things they loved doing things that kept them going on things like art anything <coughs> excuse me that they loved doing is no longer their interest anymore yeah so you find they are no longer interested um yeah also you find they start overusing substances substances like alcohol so they are now going down to that bit of um addiction they're overusing alcohol or they're getting into drug substances like you know cocaine heroin anything that can can be considered um a drug um narcotic drugs so they are getting deep into that as well um loss of appetite i mean you get into their house nothing in the fridge in the cupboard no food not even cooked food you know there's nothing to eat which just shows they have not been taking something for probably a number of days so there's loss of appetite or the other way around eating disorder um can be either way loss of appetite or overeating and most these things that they are overeating are not the healthiest i remember now let me speak for myself here um, i loved chocolate um every time i would get um into those deep deep depressive episodes if there's one thing i would look for is something called chocolate or anything junk i have sodas anything sugary i have cakes i have chocolates but in real sense um i wanted it to feel something on the inside but this is food so i'm trying to feel that emptiness with the wrong thing so you find this 
overeating and most especially in this case the overeating is junk food that you know it's overeating junk food so it's either with they're not eating at all at all or um they're just over there there's the overeating thing in it as well there is overreacting um they will lash out at the purchase of things in fact these symptoms are very much similar to the ones i shared previously it's only now that these ones in it's not you it's somebody close to you and you know it's hard to detect at times so there's overreacting they are just lashing out at people at strangers at the most purchased of things you know um an experience yesterday <laughs> um i i was inquiring about something to do with school and um the lady was just so mean i mean she she said something in swahili you know i'm like let me just say i was inquiring do you have contacts do you have the school contacts because i need something from from them and she's like um you need to follow the class group to get all the information i'm tired of repeating things you know the way she said it i'm like why are you so mean just be polite you know and that is when all hell broke loose she's like um so i can see the entitlement in you if you want politeness go talk to sweet jesus blah 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 i mean a lot was said and i'm thinking wow uh i don't think we're on the same page with this person at this point but then i realized there must be things um this person is going through for her to have lashed out like that because i simply asked not to sound righteous but i simply asked a simple question and out of that a lot came out and that happens even from your friend he or she can just lash out at you for no reason you know so they're lashing out the anger the overreacting them being violent angry to a point where they even smash things probably you know so yeah they overreact a lot and also crying if you're close to this person you see them crying a lot they're easily provoked so they will cry a lot they will cry all through um also being very cold um the silent treatment um you know um them being mean there's just cold and mean vibe that comes off from them and in fact when that happens it's not that they hate you just trying to push you away from them you know so yeah they also trying to push you away from them um also they can't keep up a job um because they're not performing well anymore the concentration is poor whether it's um in their workplace or in school so you find in in a place like in their workplace um they can't keep up a job so they end up being fired or something you know in school um you find them either dropping out in fact mental illnesses can make you uh drop out it can make you drop out of school it can be that bad you know so you find they are not performing anymore in in areas they would do excellent you know they would do well they would perform really well so yeah also they start yeah as i mentioned this earlier they lose interest in activities you know if something they love to do when something that made them wake up to go to they no longer want to do it anymore there is also um hopelessness you can you can feel hopelessness in how they talk like if they were pursuing something they're like ah, i never you know i never perform i never get good grades or i don't think i'll ever will you know there's a sense of giving up um on you know you can pick that from how they speak so 
and they're always down as well you can sense them being so low so down you know yeah and that happens for a while it's not a one time thing and mood swings also happens one time you're sad other times you're a bit well other times you're angry other times you're crying you know the emotions are all over so yeah there's also poor hygiene you know you get into their houses messy the dishes probably are all over laundry all over uh, the trash has not been taken out you know simple things that probably they would do those things you you would consider you would consider simple um they're not doing them anymore so you find there's poor hygiene and also they are not able to take care of themselves so you sense a neglected appearance you know you know from simple things like their hair how they dress not even showering you know so there's um neglected appearance and poor hygiene yeah so those are the few i could come up with today but also you can check on my previous video you can get one of two points in my previous podcast that can help you to identify um that if your your loved one is depressed or not so let's come to how you can support them as a friend you know um or as a loved one one is please suggest professional help i'm always for professional help i will always be for professional help because these people are well trained to work with people in such conditions and you know mental illness is not easy and most especially if when it when it, um when someone you love starts experiencing such it's painful and you feel helpless because you do not know how to help them you know because when you see them in that state it's actually very very painful so number one suggest professional help don't force them counseling has to be free i mean has to be willingly done <laughs> don't force them to do so but you can suggest you can suggest you know um as a friend you probably know how to talk to them so you can suggest and say you know you need to seek maybe professional help you know you will know how to talk to them as a friend or as a loved one but don't force them to do it because it will not be successful it has to be willing even after you telling them it is them to decide that yes i actually need to see a counselor or a psychiatrist i'm sure your willingness to help as well you know however they want to be helped don't come with your own idea of helping by the way come let them know you are there if they want you just to sit down and listen to them talk just listen you don't have to say anything you know um as a friend you can decide to come up with a story far from what they're experiencing something to take them off this um huge amount of stress probably they are scared sleeping by themselves you can accompany them or, or have sleepovers you know if you're living in separate households you can do that um taking them to therapy sessions if they want that to happen you know however they in fact you can even ask them as a friend with a loved one how do you want me to help you you know and they will be more than willing to tell you how they want you to be there for them yeah but let them know you are there to listen to them and to support them and to work with them and you don't always have to know what to say you can just listen and as friends i, I believe you've been friends for a while or a loved one um there's a rapport so you don't necessarily have to talk about you know the stressful things happening or taking place in their lives you know you can talk about fun things um take them out once in a while you know just to help them know that they still fun in this life yeah um 
accept them as they are please don't judge please don't judge them when you realize how hopeless they feel or how they have neglected their appearances don't judge them how, know how they look at that particular time don't judge them because of their poor hygiene don't judge them because of how they probably overreact you know or if they lost their job as a result of this don't judge them don't judge them in fact you make them to push you away more and they will build these walls yeah so please don't judge them just be fair let them know they can be vulnerable to you and um there will be no judgment taking place so accept them and love them as they are even in that ugly moment of their lives let them just know you accept them as they are um also be patient at times most especially probably when they start counseling you're thinking ah this is it so now we can go back to normal no be patient with them it's a process it took them a while and there are things that happened that brought them here so it will take them a while to come out the journey the healing journey is never easy it's uh two steps forward four steps backwards you need to be patient with them in that journey just be patient and work with them patiently yeah also keep yourself updated inform yourself for example if um find out if they're suffering from depression or any other type of mental illness just you know read about it how can you help them you know just keep yourself informed as a friend that way you get a bit skilled on how to to help your loved one or a friend so keep yourself updated keep yourself informed yeah and also take care of yourself because as well i mean also you you are a human being so these things will get to you and now that we are talking of a loved one it means this is someone who means a lot to you so when you see them in this state of course it will affect you in one way or another so you need also to take care of yourself um you know eat healthy i don't know whatever you have to do do that do those self care tips for you as well so that you are able to be strong enough for this other person um if then you realize there are suicidal expressions from your loved one it's good you call a hotline number whatever it is this is an emergency now call um for help as soon as possible you know to save our life here yeah yeah so just be there and let them know that you're there knowing that you're there makes this journey a lot lot easier because don't forget there is a lot of stigma that surrounds anything that has to do with mental illness so just be there for them as a friend and as a loved one yeah so keep um watching over your friend make sure they are well you know um and just be each other's keeper yeah uh yeah so be blessed have a fruitful fruitful week yeah um it was amazing having this session with you guys anything i may have forgotten you're free to inform me but i always always emphasize on professional help professional help day in day out even as we apply these other tactics please make sure professional help is the number one thing we go to you know because also there are times when we need oh i forgot to mention this there are times when um the uh, the counselor needs to walk hand in hand with the psychiatrist you know the psychiatrist is the one who prescribes medicine and the counselor is the one who does more of the talking more of the therapy so you can't do things like self prescribe or self medicate you know because these drugs again um it's not good to to self medicate in short so yeah you just make sure you seek professional help and be your brother's or your sister's keeper 
So be blessed and have a fruitful, fruitful week.